Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Tuesday, the 11th of January. My name is Sam Kozlowski. Pleasure to be with you on this fine Tuesday. A lot of news around. We're going to do a deep dive this morning into why your supermarket shelves are so empty. I saw a really funny thing on the project a couple of nights ago that the one fruit you can get a lot of is kiwi fruit. But apart from that, it's pretty dire out there. We're going to take a deep dive into why that is. Zara, first, what's making headlines? Amid rising COVID-19 hospitalizations and cases, the Victorian government yesterday announced a number of new restrictions. Now, they're nothing major, but it's good to go through. Aged care workers, disability care workers, quarantine workers, corrections and emergency services, food distribution workers and healthcare workers will be required to get a COVID-19 booster to continue working. Now, there are different dates depending on what industry you're in. So check the announcement yesterday if you fall into any of those categories. Alongside this, indoor dance floors will close as of 11.59pm tomorrow night, except at weddings. There have also been some changes for people visiting aged care centres and hospitals. To visit an aged care centre, you must receive a rapid negative test result before entering. We will be seeing Novak Djokovic in the Australian Open. That was the big news after Novak Djokovic's appeal was successful and he will remain in Australia for the tournament. Djokovic was released immediately from detention and had his passport returned to him. He'll be free to compete in the Australian Open and the federal government was ordered to pay his legal costs. Judge Anthony Kelly told the court it was unreasonable to cancel the visa because Djokovic was told he would have more time to respond to the decision to cancel the visa. Essentially what's happened here is a procedural issue at Melbourne Airport has led to the appeal being successful. Category 2 cyclone Tiffany made landfall in Queensland yesterday, hitting the Cape York Peninsula. The cyclone then hit Cape Melville a few hours later and is forecasted to emerge over the Gulf of Carpentaria this morning. With cyclone Tiffany came destructive winds and heavy to intense rain in communities in far north Queensland. The cyclone is expected to intensify and move towards the NT. And today's good news, India has begun administering COVID-19 booster shots to health and frontline workers, as well as individuals who are aged 60 and above with medical conditions. Very, very good news from the subcontinent. So Zara, over the last couple of months, we've done quite a few of these sort of supply chain stories. Fascinating. Yeah, they are, because (laughs) it's all about why we can't get the stuff that we normally have filling our trolleys. I'm usually very pleased with some chicken for dinner and went to the grocery store yesterday and honestly could not find a piece of chicken in the whole of Coles. And that's a pattern that's emerging around the country. There's now some actual limits on meat purchasing at both Woolworths and Coles, as well as, of course, rapid antigen tests. But what we're seeing now is shortages of other products. It doesn't really matter if there's limits on the amount of stuff you can buy because there's not actually much stuff there. So the big question we have is why? Why are there food shortages in your supermarket? And the answer is not actually to do with the Suez Canal or wooden pallets or shortages of shipping containers. It's more to do with the people who work in our supermarkets. We heard yesterday from Woolworths' director of stores, Jeanette Fenske, and she explained to Sunrise that Woolworths is seeing upward of 20% absenteeism in distribution centres and over 10% absenteeism in their stores. What does that mean, Sam? 
So the absenteeism rates in this case refer to people who can't come to work because they either have COVID-19, which we know are tens of thousands of new diagnoses every day, or they're close contacts of somebody in their household who has COVID. Now, states and territories have rightly recognised this as a major issue, and there have been some changes to policies in New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland Now, in those states, if you're a close contact but you're asymptomatic, there may be an exemption for you to return back to work and basically skip that isolation period. It's thought that this will ease some of the issues in the supply chain that we're seeing. Scott Morrison yesterday said that there is a proposal in front of National Cabinet, which is, of course, the meeting of all of the leaders across the country, to see whether this can be a consistent policy across Australia, not just in those three states we mentioned earlier. As to why you're not seeing as much meat and fresh fruit and vegetables on your shelf, we know that anything highly perishable is going to be the most vulnerable to disruption. And this was what Meat Industry Council Chief Executive Patrick Hutchinson warned. He continued, so that's why it's important for us to make sure that the transport and logistics is operating and functioning because it takes pressure off the growing. And we also know that a number of farmers and regional communities are explaining they don't actually have access to rapid tests to be able to turn up to work knowing if they have the virus or not. So the key question I've got when thinking about this story is, is it different majorly to the supply chain issues that we saw in 2021? And the general consensus seems to be that they are different and that they are concerningly different because the issue now is not about panic buying. It's not about the fact that goods can't get to Australia. It's the fact that we have a depleted workforce who can't make the mechanics of a supermarket run as smoothly as they need to to service 25 million Australians. That's all to say that we shouldn't expect to see massive amounts of fresh produce on the shelves back anytime soon until we get a decrease in numbers and more people available in the workforce. There's not going to be any major changes to how our supermarkets feel at the moment. While every stage of the pandemic seemingly brings up new issues, there is one thing that has remained consistent throughout this whole COVID-19 ride, and that is that panic buying doesn't solve anything. It's not about the fact that there's never going to be mangoes on the shelf ever again. You don't need to go and buy cases and cases of mangoes. It's just that the mangoes are struggling to get to the shelves right now. But hopefully in a number of weeks, we're all going to be enjoying a mango. And for everybody's sake, the employees, the supermarkets and the consumers, things will be largely back to normal. That's all we've got time for today on The Daily Oz. But if you want to follow us on Instagram, we have all the breaking news there throughout the day. It's at The Daily Oz. Feel free to DM us, review the podcast. It means heaps to us and have a fantastic day.